So listeners, imagine a bustling office where deadlines loom large and tensions run high. I'm sure all of us have been in this scenario where either as a leader or as a follower or a team member, we would have seen stress and anxiety taking over us when we have deadlines coming to us. I know the tension of submitting in time is just uh, pondering over us. And as a leader, often the leader faces the address, you know, the dilemma to address the risk and navigate the challenges where he has to manage the team's well-being as well as the requirements of the business as well. So today we have with us a corporate wellness advocate and a dedicated advisor to emerging businesses and startups, Sagar Channi with us. Sagar, welcome to podcast. Hi, Pulkit. Thank you so much for having me. And, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the work that you're doing. And India needs it. And of course, the world needs it. So excited to share and contribute in whatever way I can. Thanks a lot, Sagar. Thanks a lot for those appreciative words. Sagar, before we begin, why don't you share a little about your journey with our listeners? And why do you love corporate wellness so much? So, in my professional journey that I have taken, you know, my work has always been with people. I've been into community building. I am, I support leaders, uh, you know, the the last role that I have with an incubator allowed me to dive deep into these insecurities, be it business or personal, of, of emerging businesses. And somewhere I realized that, of course, you know, we give them all the arms and ammunitions in terms of knowledge uh, and skills to build their businesses. But interestingly, out of 20 reasons why businesses fail, 17 reasons are somewhere very, very closer to the softer skills or the skills that they have to build for themselves or personal skills. And and in that, their personal well-being plays a very major role. That's where, you know, my understanding and uh, my understanding for wellness as a critical aspect of business from its initial stages began. And, you know, that's why I have, I'm also diving deep into understanding how personal and uh, team wellness can contribute to actually profitability of the business. So that's how I am, you know, I'm starting to think. Amazing. Amazing. So Sagar, why is, uh, or let's say, when it comes to corporate wellness, who is more important, the leader or the employee? Both are important. Everyone has to play their role. Of course, employee is looking up to its leader to make their life easy so that they can contribute better. At the same time, leader is trusting employees to build their business, to you know constantly work and evolve and grow in the business. So both the in both the different stakeholders, trust becomes a very important thing. So a leader's role is to make life easy for its team. And the team's role is to contribute with integrity to build the business. So I would look at it that way. Amazing. Amazing. Sagar, one of the crucial factors, you know, we have worked with some of the big names in the industry when it comes to corporate wellness, either in terms of organizing engagement activities or in terms of catering to the mental health challenges that a corporate would face. And I'm usually referring to enterprises level companies where we have 3000 employees, 4000 employees. 
No, one of the you know, and I would like you to comment on the scenario that happened with me. I was in a conversation with a CHRO of a leading uh, edutech startup, and uh, surprisingly, what happened was the CHRO asked me, Pulkit, we want you know work-life balance for our employees. And somewhere or the other, the conversation led to a place where they shared that we have employees working for around 14, 16 hours a day. And I said, just reduce the workload by two or three hours. You don't need my services or the services that Anivanis is providing you as part of corporate wellness. I believe that would be a very good start to, you know, look at. Probably the mental stress or, you know, pressure your team members are going through is because of the long working hours. Just reduce it to some human working hours. Can you do that? And suddenly the response was not very, you know, in affirmation. So what are your thoughts on that? See, uh, can I be brutally honest in sharing few things so that, you know, the audience and the viewers get to see sometimes, you know, we do not talk about it. Yep. Let yep. me start by putting it that way. Whoever the leadership are, and I'm just saying a sizable audience, not a particular person because everyone wants to contribute with honesty and integrity. But then the other person who is contributing is also a human. You are also a human. Maybe that person's role is demanding. That's why the person is asked to work so long. Maybe your role is not demanding. I'm just putting one scenario. I'm not pointing fingers at a particular community. I'm just sharing. So the first step is to step into the other person's shoes and understand what they are going through. Yep. It's not about just dumping work and then checking finances by the end of the quarter or the end of the year where we have what we have achieved, where we have reached. And you have to actually do that. Yes. Yes, what happens is sometimes when we are in leadership positions, a lot of things take over for good. The ego also takes over. So you have to balance that. You have to step into the shoes and understand. So I would like to put it that way. I'm not saying the role of leaders or people who are, or the leaders specifically who are people enablers, uh, you know, they do not have whatever quantity, let's say quantity of time of work that they have to do. They are also busy working for 12 hours. So first they have to start seeing, okay, how is my work-life balance? Even before planning the work-life balance of others. Am I living a fulfilled life that I want to live, where I am working with integrity, where I am giving, taking some time off for my own well-being, mm-hmm. my family's well-being, my team's well-being. And the whole idea of personal versus professional, I do not believe it. 80% or 90% of the times, your natural behavior, how you are at your home or wherever in social situations is similar to the work situations. Only mm-hmm. 10-20% because of the decision making and the logical process because at the end of the day, be it a CHRO, be it a CEO or be it an employee, all are part of one human body called as organization. Yep. Right? Yep. So <laughs> it cannot be you are just planning work-life balance for others. Mm-hmm. You have to plan work-life balance for yourself. Do it successfully. Take help of professionals who can help you and then assess your impact and then see how I can create impact for others. So this is my understanding of creating a win-win situation. You know, that's a very well put uh, response, Agar. 
and evolving on to this uh, i would like to you know discuss on one point we talk often about and i'm coming from a space of entrepreneurship the startups uh, that's so much in vogue right now in the indian industry as entrepreneurs you are often expected to be accountable and be you know diligent with our commitments out there or the work that we're doing as an entrepreneur we have to balance the work and commitments that we have towards our clients towards our investors and on the other hand we have got our employees the team with you know who is enabling us to move forward and cater to the request of our clients and our investors out there but given the challenges that an entrepreneur has to face all alone we often forget about our own mental health so what are some of the you know points or factors that an entrepreneur should be catering to when they are on the journey this lonely journey of uh, entrepreneurship it starts with you know you know what happens when a, when a when a person is hustling they are just looking out to find solutions to whatever challenges they feel are are at that point in time as an entrepreneur the first thing that comes to your mind is will i get funding for my company will i get clients for my company of course that's a very very natural way of thinking okay but what happens what what empowers you to think that way i'm just taking a very holistic route in answering this question because the answer needs to be introspected yes yes what helps you to do that let's say as an entrepreneur you are very creative in your approach and of course you are an entrepreneur because you want to make a difference you want to prove your worth you want to stand out you want to fulfill your dreams you want to fulfill your aspirations there is a hunger and a drive to do it i mean whatever qualities i shared let's say qualifies someone to become an entrepreneur okay i'm just bucketing it it's a mm-hmm. too narrow way but again with interest of the time i'm just giving it a bucket but at first point in time what makes you do that is how you have been to become an entrepreneur how you have been to become an entrepreneur and just just go deep down and think the kind of content you have been consuming be it in the terms of books or teachers or professors or the community that you have interacted with mm-hmm. that's let's say one aspect that makes you you know become or makes you creates that hunger and drive and the second thing at a very very deeper level your mental construct your emotional construct your spiritual con- construct you know it comes from that how 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 do we forget these two things i know at the moment it will be slightly difficult for you to connect the dots but it is it is your mental construct and emotional construct that drives that hunger yep, yep and and let's go slightly deeper to have a healthy and enterprising mental construct you're also eating food eating whatever your the nourishment that you're getting for your body is coming from there okay sagar you are how have you connected this dots yes these dots are connected these dots are connected scientifically this dot dot is connected okay there is enough research available mm. you know we can go deep into some other conversation but this is it right yes so if you are sleeping for 4 5 hours if you are not consuming right content if you are not eating let's say if you are not taking care of your body your mind your food how are you going to design 
a company which will only be created with respect of unit economics and business model and uh, your potential clients having those intellectual conversations you know great enjoy that but then if this part is missing your own mental health which allows you to decide better how are you going to create it someone who has not got this i would request you to rewind one minute and listen to this once again i'm sure you'll be able to connect the dots so mental well being or mental health is the core and then physical health because it's the mental ability that decides that how much weight i want to gain how much weight i want to lose how much peaceful i want to be everything so yeah, yeah this is my holistic take on your question pulkit great you know sagar i totally agree with you that it's not just about the way things are at for you in the present situation but what made you your probably last 20 years of your life or 25 30 years, whatever uh, at the age you are starting your journey of entrepreneurship that has got to do with it the milestones you have achieved in your whole life and i was just going through some statistics over the internet around 14 billion us dollars is the amount that indian businesses lose to mental health you know struggles and challenges that companies face annually and that brings me to my next question sagar as entrepreneurs we are and i'm going to put it in two fronts since you come from a background of managing incubation centers or leading that so you would have you know had a conversation with a lot of entrepreneurs out there and you sit in the financial capital of india as well um there are two scenarios which are very prominent and sort of glorified in the indian startup ecosystem so one part is instead of focusing on revenue as the driver for the company's growth and when i'm talking about revenue i'm talking about profitability at the same time the basic way of doing business versus funding and valuation numbers the chase to achieve those big valuation numbers be the next big unicorn this is one part of the question the second part is slogging versus actually doing the work now you talked about a chro or a leader taking out time for their own well being but until and unless the entrepreneur isn't seen slogging for 24/7 he or she is often not you know really taken that as an entrepreneur so my way of expressing expressing myself my expressions is poetry and on the lines was my own challenge the worth of my throne so if they're not seeing me you know working out 24/7 they're like you're not working enough hmm. now this glorification of slogging and funding that sort of not based on your profits what are your thoughts on that and that leads to a lot of mental pressure coming in picture thank you pulkit for asking this though you asked in a particular style but i understood where you're coming from so i will you know share what i understood from your question because there are so many deep topics that you touched upon in this yes 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 it's a sad reality that uh, we live in a world and we live in a society uh, especially in some asian societies we belong to that particular society where slogging is definitely glorified where if say someone is going for a two weeks vacation you look at the friends and family members what comments they have for you that he or she is not working okay that's very common and that also leads to a different kind of a mental trauma okay a lot of things are just we live in this herd mentality where we look at 
things we get influenced there are no positive let's say there are positive influences but we do not want to look at them is how the thing is there are so much uh, there are so many things happening in entrepreneurship they look at the television they look at the sh- they shows or they look at a particular leader who wants to work 90 hours a week and or a leader says who you know you have to work 90 hours a week or a 70 hours a week right but what kind of a personal life they have you know you look at i'm not going to name anyone but i'm just going to i'm just going to share because i advocate this that's yep. why i'm going to share i i like to see the world in this way being an entrepreneur it is important and i understand that in the first stage of your journey maybe in the first 3 months or 6 months or maximum 9 months yes the practical situation is that you might have to work extra hours but that can also be planned it's not as if nothing is going to be planned unless you know you have a meeting with a ex investor in next 3 hours or maybe some investor is sitting in the united states and the call is at 2 am that's logging or that is understandable yeah but yeah. for the sake of you know displaying that you know you work 12 hours and then you expect your team to work 12 hours 15 hours and then in that comes whatever you call as a new company you know there is a lot of norming forming conflicts and no one is going to manage that because everyone wants to build 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 right and moreover in the process what happens the insecurities of startup founders or the core team takes over because they are putting so many efforts for whatever 3 6 months and they are they are not getting the result so the problem is that they are understanding of making things happen quickly that's a big problem i just want to put i you know whenever we discuss this pulkit in in workshop setup when i take workshops for this leaders i just ask them one simple question very common sensical question here it took you 21 years of your college education of your education the world that you have seen to make you a professional who can think to start plan a startup it took 21 years of formal education informal education whatever good bad experiences to be at a stage and let's say if the world is moving fast still 18 years if someone is saying that okay i am becoming a startup at 18 you took 18 years yes now you want to get your startup successful in one year in 9 months in 15 months out of 100 okay one is an exception okay there are so many factors but then you want to slog to just pull, do it in that time frame it doesn't happen like that just simple question it took 18 21 years to build who you are as a person okay why go too deep this is something that everyone i would encourage them to introspect okay second thing you asked about the the vc ecosystem you mentioned that okay yes now this is a fact that let's say because we are catering to this side of the society we still live in a scarcity mindset we forget that if we are building something that can be of value to the stakeholders or to the potential customers then investors are also looking for startups who can you know who they can put money for but we just want to build our story craft our story in such a way uh, which is to an ex- understandable but i'm just saying because i want to live life 
of integrity you know i want to design so i am sharing from this lens i would say if the focus is on solving the end stakeholder then mm-hmm. you will not dance in tunes of that has been given by your you know beat any investor vc or any anyone but for that taking care of yourself ensuring that your mental growth happens to an extent where taking a journey with integrity and the right value system and 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 mental well being contributes to that value system yep. it it does mental well being spiritual well being it does contribute to that value system okay so this is a kind of a gist i would like to share with entrepreneurs that yes it is important to build your business it is important to give attention when required but it is also important to take time off for your friends and family for your own health and and you know one last point i would like to close uh, uh, by answering this point is that the more disciplined we get the more freedom we will get please remember that the more disciplined we get the more disciplined we get our own well being or own mental well being or health you will create structures and then it will help you follow processes for your own growth and that will be replicated in the business so you choose and that is the only choice we have that's amazing and you know sagar this brings me to my next question uh, to you now as an incubation head uh, you know you often would have acted as a bridge between investors and you know vcs and the startup uh, entrepreneurs and this is something even i have myself experienced uh, when i was raising funds for my startup on your wellness and though probably my question is specifically directed towards investors and vcs out there but it also you know is applicable to a startup founders as well because it's a basic problem that i see in a overall business community out there why do people have such a big challenge in saying no i understand a vc or an investor or probably if i have to generalize this whole thing startup founder would be getting too many proposals during the day or during the week of you know their work week just a simple no or just a simple feedback saying that these are the reasons you're not applicable or suited to us would free that startup founder or that person who is expecting your reply from that whole mental trauma of you know waiting for a response what's what are your thoughts on this yeah so we have not learned the ways to communicate it starts with that basic because i can say that because i have been fortunate enough to work with stakeholders out of india and i'm sorry but that's the reality if something doesn't turn up okay i get a response you know you tell me one thing pulkit i'm just asking you a very simple question from not i'll just deviate and we'll come back to this topic startup ecosystem or the startup world has come in the last 5 6 years you know i have was interviewing one of the uh, global leaders who runs a very big job search websites he said that though he is not from india he said that what well, was the time what was the year we spent drafting our resumes or cv or storytelling when did we did that we just did it by ourselves right let's yeah. say i'm just giving people who also apply to your organization pulkit if they want yeah. to work and i'm just saying this okay because startup asking for money for vc is also he is he or she is sending their cv and resume right and a pitch deck yeah. okay? yes 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 yeah and that is i'm just giving one we did it every, everything by ourselves and that that time also i used to wonder in my first stint of my career okay i am taking so much of hard work i am going extra mile to do i am not getting any response 
from them whatever it is even if they are not selecting me in their organization why they have not sharing this with me no different story as a startup founder you are sharing your profile to the investor simple thing is as you rightly said no people do not say no because they they feel that the other person might feel bad i sometimes feel that in their mental this mental whatever you call maybe they don't feel uh it is it is priority now that's a sad reality that's how I, is either they don't know how to communicate so it's a lot to do with that skill set not being in the system for a for not being in their own system which is which is a fact there are few good organizations that i see they are doing right now if some if i am trying to explore a partnership and I'm, they say that okay and most of these are i am sorry to say because it, it's in my, it's my journey so i can be you know upfront about it a lot of westerners i speak to they say that hey sagar i would like to go ahead and this is you know why i would like to go ahead and if something doesn't work they say that hey you know what at the moment this is not the priority can we touch base in 2025 okay i get the time frame so yeah that's pulkit that's my simple answer that you know they do not you know have or or they have not put it in their process now fortunately where i was in the last incubator where i was we had a system for it so we used to you know ensure that a call goes or something goes but then yeah this is something this education needs to come up that's so true that's so true and sagar thanks all for sharing these wonderful points uh, with our audience and i would just like to request all our entrepreneurs out there if i cannot probably even to investors and vcs as well if we are not a fit please send just a simple message saying no out there and let us free of that worry or anxiety that you know starts to build up uh, inside us so thanks a lot sagar uh, for this episode and sharing your insights and any parting thoughts no no thank you pulkit i think you gave me a interesting idea of doing a linkedin live on, on this point that you mentioned which i will take this up as a cue thank you thank you for sharing that amazing amazing and listeners entrepreneurs vcs investors if any point you would like me and sagar to discuss or you would like to you know pick brains of sagar on any point please feel free to leave a comment out there thanks a lot and please stay tuned we have two more episodes coming out with sagar we will be discussing on a safe space for employees in the corporate and leveraging the power of community for growing your business and well being thank you